welcome to the Mom Life Simple Nutrition Podcast. This podcast is all about helping you to end the overwhelm of the weight loss industry. I'm Laura, a registered dietitian and mom. I'm super passionate about coaching moms to lose weight for good. I'll be your coach, helping you to keep it simple so you can lose weight, keep it off, and be your best you. Welcome to today's episode of Mom Life Simple Nutrition. Are you one of those people who eat good all day and then crave snacks after dinner and wind up snacking on whatever you want? Well, don't worry, you are not alone. Today's episode is all about tackling that late night eating habit. I'm going to go through figuring out why you might be doing it and ways that you can take back control of your evenings. All right, let's get started. Believe it or not, many people fall into this eat clean slash good all day and then snack at night pattern. Lots of people who are trying to diet or eat healthier succumb to this, let's say, bad habit. First of all, you're not alone. You're totally normal. The reason it's a big challenge for a lot of people is that after the snacking, you feel guilty and not great, and then you promise yourself you'll do better again tomorrow. Then you start your day off being good and cue that vicious cycle. It can also be because in the evenings, you tend to be less busy. It's less structured than the rest of your day. And you generally tend to find yourself thinking about food more than when you are busy doing other things throughout the day. You might also have habits such as nibbling while you cook or always having something sweet to eat after dinner. Research also shows that your body might be physiologically programmed to crave sweets after dark. A not-so-nice leftover evolutionary habit that was helpful during times of food scarcity, but doesn't really serve us in our modern world. This late-night over-snacking can really take you off track from your goals. It can be a cause of a bunch of different struggles, which might include disrupting your sleep, which if you listen to the podcast, you know that sleep is quite important for helping you to achieve your weight loss goals. Eating too much before bed can also cause heartburn, bathroom visits, and make you wake up and then have trouble falling back asleep again in the middle of the night. And of course, all these things lead to one tired mama. It can also mess up your blood sugar levels. Keeping your blood sugar levels on a nice even keel throughout the day and evenings is very important for weight management. So eating too much in the evening, which is usually carbohydrates or refined carbs because that's what we're craving, can cause us to have elevated blood sugar, which is not ideal when we're trying to manage our weight. Either way, it's not all about not snacking at night. It's about finding the right balance that works best for you. Let's talk about why are you snacking in the evenings? This is definitely where I want you to start off thinking about what this habit is for you. So let's go through a couple of reasons about why people snack in the evenings and you can see if you relate to any of these that I list. So let's start off. The first one is being mindless. A lot of people just in general tend to be mindless when they're eating. And I did a whole podcast episode on mindless eating, and I talk about it a lot because it's a common pitfall for a lot of people just like not paying attention to what you're doing and eating and then not even realizing like what you were eating or even enjoying the food that you were putting in your mouth. 
Being bored can also contribute to being mindless. Being mindless, I would say, is one of the top reasons why most people are eating in the evening. The next reason might be just like out of pure habit. If your nightly routine involves eating more than you'd like, you need to think about how you break this habit. So it could just literally be like you make dinner, you eat dinner with the family, you sit, you put the kids to bed, you come downstairs, you put everything away, you prep lunches for the next day, etc. And then you just sit down, you eat, uh, you sit down to watch a TV show and the habit is that you grab something to eat. And maybe it's like, you know, you're not even thinking about it anymore. Maybe you're not even hungry, but it's just this habit that now you're doing and it's become a part of your routine. The next reason, which is also super, super common, is overly restricting your food intake during the day. So nighttime eating may just literally be the result of not eating enough food during the day, which then leads you to be hungry at night. And a lot of people like don't believe me when I say this, but some like often snacking in the evenings can be rectified by fixing your day, which I'll go through in a little bit as well. The last reason that's common is eating triggers. So what sets you off into eating in the evenings? If you aren't using food to meet a hunger need, you might be using it to meet another need like boredom, stress, sadness. And being aware of this is the first step in breaking this pattern. So people often suggest doing something like keeping a food journal or even just jotting down how you feel when you eat. So if you're eating in the evening and you realize like, oh, I snacked last night, what was I feeling? I was bored. And then the next night you feel like, oh, that was a really stressful day and so on. And you just see if there's any pattern to the emotions that you might be feeling when you are eating in the evenings. Now let's move into how you can take back control of your evenings so that you can start a new pattern and new evening habits. The first way to take back control is to break associations. So if you associate sitting down and watching TV with snacking, you might need to reorder what you do in your evening routine. So this could look like something like instead of immediately going to get a snack and sitting down and watching a show, maybe you make yourself a cup of tea first rather than grabbing that bag of chips. And then after the show and you're finished the cup of tea, you can evaluate whether you're still hungry and whether you actually want to eat something. This could also look like maybe you relocate where you're watching TV. Is your TV right next to your kitchen? Do you have a line of sight to the fridge? Maybe you need to start off by moving to a different room in order to prevent the desire to eat. I actually have a client who, um, you know, in the evenings, she just started um, going upstairs away from the kitchen as a way to kind of start initially breaking that association with eating in that evening time. Some people find that brushing their teeth after dinner or sucking on like a hard candy or a mint can help prevent them from eating more um, in the evenings and break that association with having a snack after dinner. Doing things like distracting yourselves through doing things like tasks, reading, going for a walk, calling a friend are all good ideas to help you create a new evening routine and break that association that you've got going on with eating. If you are in the habit of grabbing something to eat or munching while you're putting away food from dinner or making kids lunches for the next day, maybe you need to think about swapping tasks with a partner and maybe like instead you're wiping the kitchen counters and doing the dishes while they are doing those tasks so that you are away from the food. Breaking the connection between the activity and the eating is a good first step towards taking back control of your evening eating. 
Another way that you can take back control is by being more mindful. So if you have certain foods that trigger you to want to eat at night, then I do suggest that you remove them out of your house. So out of sight, out of mind. It's not to say that you can't have these foods in your house, but what I would say is you want to make them available for certain occasions or trips out of the house. Once you've broken the mindless habit of going for this food, you're more likely to be able to then restock it in your house and not mindlessly gravitate towards eating it. Rather, then you are going to be more mindful about making your choice in eating that food. So you'll see like a lot of intuitive eaters, dietitians, etc. talk about, you know, like not removing foods, keeping them in your house. That makes you less likely Sorry, that makes you more likely that you're not going to eat them, which I agree with. But the starting point for a lot of people is to kind of get the trigger out of the house as a starting point, reset your day, break your associations, learn about becoming a little bit more mindful, and then bringing that food back into your environment. Another thing that you can do is restocking your kitchen with foods that then replace this maybe trigger food that maybe you have. So Like if a trigger food for you is ice cream, I would say going to buy frozen yogurt or frozen yogurt bars is a good swap in as a starting point to help you become more mindful and making sure that you're never eating out of packaging. So always putting your food on a plate, in a bowl, in a cup, and not eating straight out of a box or a bag. And lastly, to help you be more mindful, aim to to make a habit of never standing and eating. You need to make it a habit that whenever you are going to eat a food, you are sitting down to eat it. Ideally at a table, but I won't say no to sitting on the couch watching TV because I know that that's what a lot of people do. The last way to take back control of your evenings is really outside of being mindless. I would say this is why people snack too much in the evenings is because they haven't eaten enough during the day. So what you need to do is fix your daytime eating. When I work with clients, I usually don't tackle your evening eating until we've worked together to do a good job in balancing your daytime eating. So this can start look like starting off by you evaluating your day, looking at whether you're skipping meals or if you have gaps that are too long, fixing those, making sure that you're always having a protein so that you're not going into the evening super hungry and making it a goal for yourself that you're going to be waking up in the morning so that you are cued to eat breakfast in the morning. Because if you're snacking too much in the evening, it's hindering your ability to wake in the morning feeling hungry and cueing your body to eat breakfast. So this takes a lot of practice and a little bit of work and obviously working with someone like me or another person to evaluate your days and what you need to do to fix your days so that then you can tackle your evenings is something to think about. And obviously I'd be happy to look over a day for you if you want to shoot that over to me on Facebook or on Instagram. I'd be happy to look at it. But I would say generally most people, you know, they're trying to be good all day. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, you're really trying to like, you know, eat clean. And then you get to the end of the day and you're tired and you're stressed out and you've made like a hundred different decisions during the day and the kids drove you crazy. And now you just like have this time to yourself. And it's just so easy to just like say F it and let everything go. And then that's where you end up overeating and you stacked way too many calories at the end of your day rather than at the beginning of your day. So it's unfair for me to say something like, you know, stop snacking in the evenings 
without fixing your earlier daytime eating so that, you know, you're eating enough during the day, you're getting protein, you're getting fiber, you feel balanced, which sends you into the evening and allows you to do things like break associations and be more mindful because it's really, really challenging to do those things if you haven't then already fixed your daytime eating. I can't ask you to like, you know, go for a walk around the block and distract yourself if you're literally starving because you didn't eat enough during the day. So I would say this is like the starting point for most people is looking at your daytime eating, eating regular meals, making sure you're getting enough during the day so that then you can tackle some of these other strategies in order to take back control of your evening. You need to also have giving yourself lots of control and balance during your day. Okay, so lastly, my tip for you this episode. As I said before, it's ultimately not that you can't eat in the evenings. And I'm not saying like, oh, you can never snack in the evenings, stop eating after dinner. It's that you want to be snacking in the evenings in a controlled way that it's not making you feel like you're out of control or that it's taking you off track from what your health goals are. You want to be able to include a small snack in the evening as part of your plan and your overall goals. And you want to be being mindful. You want to be choosing foods that you love and, you know, really like sitting down and enjoying the foods that we're eating rather than just like eating out of starvation or, you know, a feeling. So my tip for this episode is to make this evening snack count if you are going to have an evening snack. So if you're eating dessert every night, you're probably not really enjoying it like you used to. Think about what you really enjoy and then make a plan for it. Do you love eating ice cream? If so, maybe what you're going to do instead of, you know, buying ice cream and keeping it stocked in your house, you're going to make a habit of, you know, going out to your favorite ice cream store as a family once a week to go get it. Do you love cookies? Instead of, you know, buying a box of cookies, a bag of cookies at the grocery store and eating a couple every single night, maybe twice a month you're going to take a little bit of time, you're going to make some of your favorite homemade cookies, and then you're going to enjoy them once you have those cookies in your house. Those types of things are what you're looking to do. So make it mindful, make it foods that you love, maybe make it a little bit of an activity that you're going to do as well so that it helps you find more enjoyment out of eating the snack than what you might be doing right now. If you definitely are still a person who is hungry after dinner and you want to eat a snack, here are some balanced options that you can try out. So I'm just going to list some options for you and then you can kind of pick and choose what you think works best. Great snack options for the evening are, you know, those little cups, 100 grams of the Greek yogurt. You can do half a cup of frozen yogurt or maybe one of those frozen yogurt bars, small low fat pudding cup, three quarters of a cup of berries. You can either do fresh berries or frozen. You could even throw, you know, berries on Greek yogurt. A lot of people like to do that as a replacement for um, something like ice cream. Three cups of air popped popcorn. I'm a big fan of popcorn because I like that, you know, it's a lot of little things, kind of gives you that feeling like you're still kind of eating a lot, but you're not consuming a ton of calories. Um, Half an English muffin with some nut butter if you want, maybe some jam or honey on top just fruit, like an apple, you know, maybe half a bowl of, half a cup of bowl of melon, something like that. 
a couple of arrowroot cookies, so two arrowroot or digestive cookies. And lastly, this one's a little bit weird, but a lot of people do love it, is a cup of milk. So something like chocolate milk or even hot chocolate. There's something to say about the old adage, having a warm cup of milk before going to bed helps you fall asleep. It really truly does. And this is the perfect combo of a little bit of protein and some carbohydrate. It's digested quickly because it's liquid. This actually is the ultimate bedtime snack. Taking back control of your evening evenings helps set you up to be successful in your eating goals the next day. Plus, it can really help make your evenings more enjoyable in the sense that you won't be beating yourself up or feeling guilty for how the end of your day went and you're tired and stressed out mama self acted. Let's be graceful to ourselves and set ourselves up to make good decisions in the evening when we're tired and just over it. This episode was to help provide you with some ways that you can identify why you might be eating in the evenings and then how you can take back control. If you like this episode, as always, I'd be grateful if you shared it with a fellow mom friend. If you're looking for other moms just like you who are looking to lose weight and achieve health goals, then join us in my free Facebook group, Moms Supporting Moms with Weight Loss. The link is in the show notes, which are at lauravermander.com slash podcast. That's it for today's episode. Chat again next week. Bye for now, mama. 